Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hello everybody and welcome to That Movie List podcast and we have got a list that is both shaken and stirred for you today. It's a Bond-related list. Got no time for your puns. No? Oh, that was clever. That's yeah, good. That was good. That's good. That was good. Um, so, Bond is out in the cinemas. Um, have you been to see it yet, Dave? No, I haven't yet. Nope. Neither, I certainly will, though. Neither have I. I haven't been to see it yet. No. I'm have to make a decision on whether we're going to do a Bond review. I haven't done one of those in ages. Bonding time. Bonding. Yeah, I'm not calling it bonding time. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> right, we are, we, are, we are moving on. Um, I'm your host, Ben, and joining me is Dave. Hello. Um, so, I, you suggested a list this week. Mm. You make it a Bond-related list. Topical, yeah. Yeah. And rather than go top five James Bonds, mm-hmm. top five James Bond gadgets, mm-hmm. top five James Bond cars, top five James Bond films, Gosh, like 27 of them, yeah, you went for top five James Bond characters that are not Bond or a main villain. Yep. So... One for the fans. One for the fans, yeah. <laughs> well, we like to put some together some different lists in this podcast, don't we? we? Do. So we don't want to just do the same ones that everyone does. Exactly. It makes it more difficult for us researching as well. Yes, it absolutely does. <laughs> well, it does and it doesn't. I thought I thought I was going to be dead clever and have loads of different kind of, oh, I'm going to go obscure, this is a really cool character. Yeah. And then when I boiled it down, it was like, oh, there's, there's just five I've got to have. Yeah, the obscure ones just sort of, how yes, am I going to sit here and have justify a it yeah, yeah. exactly um, I read your text then ignored your text yeah um, just did a little bit of clarification now I thought it was no villains at all but you've used the word main villains main villains what yeah. justifies a main villain before we jump straight in for you so it's it's the big the big bad it's not necessarily it's not the henchman it's not the supporting cast it's your blow felts it's your gold fingers it's your your big bads okay some of the big henchmen's you counted them as main villains? No. Oh, see, I've I just ignored the main bit and thought you said no villains. So yeah. I think our list might be very different because I've missed out at least two big characters. Okay, well that's good. Well, I've probably got those two big characters in mind, so, so that's good. Hope so good. Um, difficult list to put together? No, not really. Not really. Took me took me a little bit longer than uh, than par, I'd say, but not not significantly. How about you? Uh, no, like I said, I just kind of threw it together. I just need to check the name of one character and then f- put the rest in an order I was kind of happy with. Okay. And like even two minutes beforehand, change the order again. So, yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. All good. Right. Wow. You first or me first? Uh, you go first. Uh, good, because mine's really random and you won't have this person. My favourite Bond film yep. is Goldeneye. Yep. Goldeneye is Pierce Brosnan. Come... And Bond returns after like a, it was only about a, a five-year gap. Yeah, it's it's five or eight it's years, really something stupid like that. Now. It's like a five-year gap. That's kind of what we have to wait for a Daniel Craig movie every single time. <laughs> but it was about a five-year gap, felt like a big deal. And when he returned, there was just this one really random scene hmm. that has a character, a Russian guy, called Valentin Zakovsky. Played by Robbie Coltrane. Played by Robbie Coltrane. He's also my number five. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, this scene's so memorable. Yeah. And it's nothingy. 
Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's probably really integral to the plot. I don't know. I don't know what the plot is. It's got Sean Bean in, it's it's what it is. But I just remember he's brilliant. There's some great lines in it. There's a whole bit where Minnie Driver's his girlfriend singing on the stage and she's just destroying the song Stand By Your Man. Yeah. And and then Bond takes the mick out of her and Robbie Coltrane or, or Valentine shouts like I can't remember what her name is, but it's like, take a hike! Oh, it's just, every single one of this guy's lines is classic. He's brilliant in it. Yeah, it's that Russian accent. The Russian (laughs) accent. so dodgy. Yeah. It's such a dodgy Russian accent. Well, and the other thing that you forget about him is, he's a repeat character. He's in two films. Yeah, he comes back. Is it, World is Not Enough, he comes back. World's Not Enough and Goldeneye is in, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember much about him coming back. So he comes back as more of a a friend in the world is not enough. He's yeah. he he helps Bond out. Yeah. Um so yeah, in, I think in both of them he's a reluctant ally, isn't he? Yeah. Bond makes him help him, which I guess is sort of Cold War esque. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I but, suppose that's the idea. Cuz when I was watching it as a kid, cuz I think Goldeneye came out like 95, I think, something like that. Mm, 95, 96. Might have been that. Yeah. yeah. So I was watching it as a kid. I just didn't get any of the Cold War stuff. In fact, I used to remember skipping all of the bit where um, M tells in the mission because I was like, boring. Yeah. Get to the bit where he's killing people. Skip this. I don't care what he's doing. <laughs> Which is probably why I've never understood why he goes to see Valentine in the first place. Mm. But now you look back at it, it kind of makes sense. There's no need for this guy to be as good as he is. No, no. It, it's the fact it's Robbie Coltrane as well, <laughs> I think, that just makes the difference. It um, is, because this is pre-Harry Potter. This is pre- is. This is cracker Coltrane. This, this is, is to go back to me parents' TV show not that Hagrid used to watch. Coltrane. Not Hagrid Coltrane. Yeah. This is, you know, the guy from ITV dramas. Like, what's, he, what's this guy doing in a yeah. film? I think Nuns on the Run was a film that he did with Eric Idle. That's what I it might not be Eric Idle. That's one I remember. The other time Robbie Coltrane was in a movie, but yeah, oh. Valentin Costa. I cannot believe that was your number five as well. Yeah, he was. Funny enough, he was one of the first one. When I was trying to think of odd characters, I was thinking he was one of the first ones that came to mind. He was the when you when I read your text, that was the first one on my list. Yeah, because I was thinking he is the perfect of like example of a character who is completely supporting. Yeah, and yeah. It's a shame Daniel Craig doesn't have his own his own Valentin. It is, isn't it? Yeah, I'd like. I'd I'm like to pretty see. sure he dies in World Is Not Enough. I thought he did too. I didn't want to make that bold statement, but I'm I think pretty he dies sure in World he does. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Right. So, so you're number four. My number four. Or could this be the list where I just copy all of your answers? <laughs> well, to be fair, you knew enough about Valentin that I'm confident. <laughs> um, I think this. I think you're going to have this person higher in your list. Okay. But I've gone for Mu. Ah, yes. Yeah, I, I do have, in your I list. Do have M higher in my list. Fair enough, yep. then you're number four. Oh, damn it. it. It's not the list where I just copy what you say. Uh, so this is going to be one where you don't have because of uh, your your henchman villain rule. Yep. Uh, and I've gone for one of the, the two classics. I've gone for Odd Job. Yeah. So Mr. Job. Um, Mr. Job, yeah. Yep. Odd, he, odd to his mates. Odd to his mates, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, it's, it's the hat. It's the guy that throws his bowler hat. And other things in Goldfinger, it's mental. Yeah, what a and, and it's this is the part you've got the lady from Russia with Love who has the knife in the front of her shoe. I don't remember that film. The lady from Russia with Love, the lady in from, love from Russia with, with the knife in yeah, her shoe. Yeah, yeah, classic. That's the name of the character. Okay, from Russia with Love, the one with the knife in her shoe. She's just got one shoe with a knife in. Yeah, 
and you look at it and you go, it's ridiculous. Yeah. What a, yeah, what a you, thing. You just, <laughs> she just, she just menacingly <laughs> waves her toe at Bond. Sean Connery in a train carriage looking like, this is mental. <laughs> but somehow that, that seems menacing enough. Yeah. This is like, our job's memorable though. He's a yeah. proper henchman. Yeah. It's like henchmen before henchmen were hench. Yeah. Yes. Well, he was, he was pretty stocky. <laughs> no, that's right. yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. No, that's fair. No, you're right. No, he was stocky. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's just a cool little gimmick, isn't it? Like, it's my hat. My hat is my weapon. It's got to be heavy, though. It just needs to be sharp. But it's got to have some. It's got to have some weight to fly, hasn't it? To be like that accurate. I don't. It's just got to be well balanced. It's got a big neck, though. If you're well, going to throw, money. yeah. If you're going to throw a hat, you just need it to be balanced. Well, that's true. And all the hats are balanced. They are by the nature. Yeah. What came first? This guy's gimmick deciding he's going to throw his hat yeah. and then going, well, I can't wear a bowler hat and friggin' and tracksuit bottoms. Yeah. I'm going to have to go full butler. Yeah. Or did he kind of decide he's going kill a hat and then like rule out a fed fedora? <laughs> go, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to look stupid dressed like Indiana Jones. Um, flat cap's not going to do it. It's not going to work. It's not going to fly. And then went bowler hat. Right. Perfect. Must have been. Yeah. Must have been the latter. Surely. The second one. Yeah. 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 I I wonder if there's any inkling any anything that it took from like the your Batman's with your Alfred around that time because that would have been the around the time when the TV series was out, wasn't it? Yeah, it probably was. To be fair, so I yeah. wonder if there's any influences there. Might well be. I don't remember Alfred throwing his hat around. Well, no, he didn't. He didn't. But about gadgets though. Yeah, yeah. bit of gadgets, That's bit fair. of a butler. Yeah. Why is there no odd job spin off? Um, I don't know. He died in eighty-two. No, but the, pre- the prequel of the prequel of of, of our job, you know, the the how did he become the man who's yeah will essentially do anything you ask of him, any job, any odd job, any odd job, right. any odd job. Right, go on. Your number three. This one might not have made your list. Okay, I've gone for Money Penny. I don't have Money Penny. In yeah, my list. Money Penny. She was one that wasn't on my list for ages, and I thought you can't have characters who aren't Bond and art villains and not have the staple of the Bonds, yeah. which is Money Penny, the woman that he should have got with but never has. I prefer Money Penny when she is a flirty secretary than when she's a field agent shooting him in the shoulder. I agree. I'm, I, I get the idea of bringing her up to date, and I get I understand why they've done it, and I like. I've got nothing against the character of Money Penny in the new new. You know, I don't yeah. think it's wrong that she does what she does or anything stupid like that. But there's something classic about the role she plays. She's the woman that she's the kind of woman Bond will never get with. Yeah, and that's what she always kind of represents. And there's something in that character of of he's a chauvinistic pig who's never going to settle down because he's never going to be in the right place. Yeah, but she's the woman he would settle down with. She's the woman at home kind of thing. Yeah, where. The money penny in the movies is just as kick ass as he is. And in the like more said, recent ones, yeah. yeah, exactly. In the more re- in the Craig, Craig's money penny is not money penny. No, I, I, and I think they could have. I mean, there's other ways to bring it up to date to make it, yeah, uh, make it modern. Like you, yeah. There's, there's other ways to do it. They don't have to turn everyone in Bond into being a field agent because pretty much everybody in this Bond at the moment is. So even uh, M has got. It's Ranulph Fiennes? Yeah, Ranulph yeah, Fiennes. So he, he's so got he was, he military was background. There. Absolutely. Yeah. And everyone else in the cast is an agent or... That's it. Everyone's, everyone gets their own action scene. Yeah. Which Even is, Madeline. 
Yeah, he Madeline is, Swan. Yeah, yeah even, even the Bond girl is, is. I think you've seen for the trailers driving cars and getting shot at and stuff. It, it's, I don't know. It's one of those things where I always quite like the the, the, the scenario of Bond movies where you had the big opening, hmm. then you had the bit where it went quiet. They sat down and spelled out the mission for you. Where he was in the in the in the office with M yep. essentially being really problematic and a little bit too arrogant a little bit too cocky yeah I'll handle it yeah no worries and you know flirting with money penny on the way in flirting money penny on the way out she yep. got the last line you missed that from the new Bonds yeah it's all it's all a bit mission impossible it's all a bit on the fly yes that's true you know that's true yeah. slow down take your time a bit you know yeah. explain the mission yeah yeah because I mean even even Q gets Gets involved in the action, doesn't he? Now, it's about. Like, I don't like that. No, don't like that. I'm sure we'll get to him later, possibly. Possibly. Well, no, he definitely will. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> your number three. My number three is another one that's not going to be in your list because he's a henchman. The classic Jaws, yeah, classic Jaws. He got recurring, he got to come back a couple of times. Was he in Bond a couple of times? Yeah, he was. He I was, thought he was, he was, he was, but he was I in more see him one, in... he was in more than one Bond. Interesting. So he he came back for I can't see that's the thing I won't be able to remember his first one. So well he was some, in. Have to do some IMDb. In. He was in Moonraker. I think that was his main one. Was that his first one? That? Yeah. What a, what a ridiculous. <laughs> what a, what, a, what a absolutely ridiculous. It's an awful Bond movie, but he was a, a shining light in it. See the problem is when you search for Jaws, there's lots of films called Jaws as well, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty famous series of movies called Jaws. There are. I wonder what they're about. So he was in. He was definitely a Moonraker. Yeah, I think he's in. You only live twice again. I think he was as a well. ridiculous. No, because he's only Roger Moore, isn't he? He only so Roger Moore wasn't. You only live twice. But yeah, I think he was in. He was in a couple of, couple of them. Or I seem to remember being in a couple of them, but I couldn't find him definitely on uh, IMDb. Moonraker. He plays Jaws. He's milked this character, hasn't he? He's in, he's in all the games and all that sort he's, of stuff. He's, he's proper... You don't need him. He doesn't speak. What's he in the game for? Does yeah. he speak? Yeah. But no, so classic bad. And I think I, I put Jaws in here because I think he's kind of the the muscly, the muscly bad guy that's too strong for the hero type thing before it was done in every action film. Yeah, so he was he was sort of the template template muscly henchman uh, before the big bad baddie. And and the other thing you like about it too is he's got to be, he has to be. You, you can't just beat him up. You've got to find a way to beat him. Yeah. So in one of them, he gets. I think he gets electrocuted. I think they they yeah. shove sparks into his mouth. There's one where he gets married, and Bond yeah. interrupts his wedding. I swear that's where he returns. And you're right, I'm looking through and I can't find it. I found Moonraker and I can't find the other movie that, that Jaws is in. No. It's not on here. But yeah, there is definitely... Oh, there you go, Spy Who Loved Me. Ah. So Spy Who Loved... I reckon Spy Who Loved Me is his <clears throat> first one and then he returns in Moonraker. Right, okay. So there you go. Because yeah, he was, a, he was a popular baddie, wasn't he? He was yeah. a popular henchman, so they brought him back. Yeah. Poor odd okay. job. Yeah. Odd job deserved more. Yeah, justice for odd job. That's what I say. There's that campaign. <laughs> Where's his parade? So yes, and Jaws's Jaws's classic trope was that he had metal teeth. Oh yeah, you have to have a trope, and he was really strong. You have to have a bad guys. That's the thing. Bad guys have lost their thing. Yeah, you know. I think what was it? The guy from um, Skyfall could take his jaw out his face. Yeah, 
But I mean, you had Javier Bardem, wasn't yeah, it? Javier Bardem, yeah. Scaramanga had an extra nipple. Yeah. That's not really, that's not too you scary. You had Andy Serkis that had. Didn't he, have a, didn't he have a gimmick in it? As the arms dealer? You maybe mixing I'm, that up with Black Panther? Maybe I'm mixing that up with Black Panther. <laughs> Which was for the Bond bits of Black Panther. Yeah, that's yeah. true, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, Jaws, number number three. Sean Bean was, he was from Yorkshire. That was his gimmick. In, uh, in yeah. Like, just true, that yeah. he was from Yorkshire. <laughs> so that was good. That was good. Yeah. That was menacing. That's a good, that's fair. Number two. Everyone from Yorkshire is. <laughs> number Thank, two. Hello to our Yorkshire fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've gone for a Bond girl. Only Bond girl on my list. Hi, Dave here from that movie list podcast. And you know me. I live for the little surprises that life throws at you. Finding a fiver in the pocket of an old coat, thinking you'd eaten the last biscuit in the tin, only to discover there's an entire second layer. Waking up, thinking your alarm will be going off soon, then realising it's 2am and you can just roll over and go back to sleep. Well, I've got another surprise for you. Remember wrestling from the 90s and early 2000s? Well, it's still happening today under the WWE brand. And even better, The Views from the Sofa Network has a podcast about it to help get you back up to speed. On it, the guys preview the upcoming main events and predict the outcomes of each match as part of an ongoing league. There's also the opportunity for you to win free WWE merch each round by playing along as well. So, if you want to restart your love affair with wrestling and potentially win some merch, why not listen in to the Wrestling Predict Cast wherever you get your podcasts from? Me too. I've gone for Vespa. I've gone for Vespa. In number two? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, it's probably the most important Bond girl. Yeah. It's the one that sets everything up or seems to have set everything up all the way through Daniel Craig's Bonds. I'd say, yeah. She's done, what, five? She's set up five films? She's set up five much? movies. Yeah. yeah, it's five movies. And it all seems to be narrowing back down to her. She's the one who essentially, if you look at this Bond creates James Bond yeah turns him into the cold heartless man he's going to quit being an agent at the end of that feels yeah. like he quits a lot Daniel Craig he does retires a lot for a guy you know yeah. he's been doing this 90 odd years he should probably he should <laughs> well, maybe it's time for him to retire he's okay. looking at going I'm quite old I mean I look like Daniel Craig but I'm, I'm fairly old um, and yeah. she's a good Bond girl she's got a proper good story to her she does good story good lines a proper a proper character yeah like, you can't say that about a lot of, particularly the older Bond girls where yeah. they were just there but I mean Vesper has like I said she not only she carries a lot of the plot in this movie but she also carries the plot even now she's dead yeah yeah that's the suppose that's the other thing as well is even in Daniel Craig's Bond movies the Bond girls haven't been. I think Madeline Swan's the next one that's had the most impact. But if you look yeah, at the other Bond girls, mm. they're not memorable. They're not great. They're not necessarily integral to the plot. It's still about the two to the two blokes in it. It's still about the Pretty bad much. guy. So yeah, there's there's something about yeah Vesper, and she she matches him. The one of my favourite scenes in the in Casino Royale is that bit on the train yeah. where they're meeting for the first time and it's just sort of a bit of witty flirting and sort of casing each other out and I think that's that's so well written that little scene it is because it's usually I, I, you'll see when I look at the quiz I went back looking for specific lines and stuff and 
one of them is the fact that it'll usually be the woman sets Bond up and he gets his little witty retort and mm. then they sleep together. But yep. this was clearly him saying stuff, then she got her little line in there, then he got yep. his line in there, and it was matching him word for word, bit for bit. It was almost like a little battle yeah. anyway between them. Yeah. And then even the even the little bits, even the the, the bits like where she's absolutely broken and it's the, the shower scene and all the rest of that stuff where they both sit in the shower and everything, it proper felt like a relationship was building there which yeah. is why it's so great towards the end when it when it all falls down and everything it's it's yeah. such a good bond girl it that is. you'd be when i went through and i was thinking is there any other bond girls that could go in there the only other one that had made this much impact was pussy galore from goldfinger yeah was the only other one that felt like she was proper memorable yeah i couldn't think of any others not for the not for the role or the character no no that's fair no yeah, absolutely so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you. So we've both got two Vespers. Both Vesper got two, two Vespers, absolutely. So I think we know who our number ones are. Now, well, you know, you know who mine. I know who your number one is. Yeah, and you've kind of guessed who my number one is. Yeah. So we've both gone for letters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which letter are we going for first? It's your your turn. Okay. Well, I've gone. I can't believe this person's not on your list. I've gone for Q. Yeah. The greatest non-Bond character <laughs> in all of Bond. I'm thinking Desmond Llewellyn. Interesting. As opposed okay. to you know, I, I do like I do like what Ben Whishaw is yeah. doing with the character, but Desmond Llewellyn's my cue. Not John Cleese. Uh, we'll get to John Cleese. Okay. I have a little time for John Cleese. Um, I did like I did I I liked Q when he was Uncle Q when he was flustered Q. Yeah, he was just like oh. Pack it in, will you? I yeah. like that guy. And they had some great scenes and great bits. And my favourite all the Pierce Brosnan ones, where he has some great, just really, you know, going through all of the different gadgets and he picks up the guy's sandwich at the end. What's this do? Don't touch that. It's my lunch. You know, just <laughs> little... And Llewellyn delivered a line. He did. Better than anyone else. And then when he left, and he had actually got to say goodbye in Bond, and then he, I think he died within the interim between that Bond and the next one. Proper gutting. It's yeah, like, he's not going to be in it. Yeah, and unfortunately, Cleese would have been a great cue, but he had a shocking Bond movie. Yes, because he had he was introduced in World Is Not Enough, wasn't he? But then he has Die Another Day, and Die Another Day is just dross. Yeah, and when he's the cue that gives Bond an invisible car, and you go, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out. I can't can't have this. Yeah. So Cleese would have been great, but Cleese almost played it too funny. Yeah, that that's my criticism of Cleese. I think he 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 cleased it too much. Yeah, he's too goofy. Mm. Where Q was the straight man. Yeah, Bond messes around and Q like chastises him. Yeah, and I do like new Q. I think it makes sense that he's a hacker gadgety techie geek. Techie yeah. geek. Exactly, Agreed. that's the best way. He's a tech. Of course, he's a tech geek. Yeah, and I like it again. He's just not taking any of of Bond's crap at all and yeah. it's just like just do what I say and just do as I ask and we're all there Yeah, and I think him and Daniel Craig have really good chemistry yes but I also like we said before he's a bit in it too much yeah he's, he's, a, he's a, a main character now he's not just in it for yeah. the explanation of the gadgets that are going to save Bond later in the film he's a he's, a, he's part of the plot the thing, I no- the thing I noticed and I saw this is they like to do their big big um, floating head posters Yep. Q, Moneypenny, M should not be on the poster. No. They serve a very clear purpose in Bond yep. to move the story along and get him to the part where he's doing really cool stuff. Yeah. 
So you shouldn't have these three people on the poster at all. No. And they are. They're, they're all over posters for No Time to Die and all the rest of that. And I think they probably were on Sky. I think they all probably got their own poster yeah. for Skyfall and stuff like that. So it's all a bit... Yeah. Well, you say that, but you've you've just, in this podcast, named Q as the best non-Bond, non-main villain character. You're right, but only because in Bond, the only important characters are Bond and the villains. That's true. That's they're true. the ones you go to see the film for. That's true. They're the ones... The re- all of the other people we've mentioned here, arguably not Vesper for, obvious, for, for the reasons we said, all the other ones are literally just to move that story forward. That's fair. So That's fair. They're just plot vehicles. They're absolutely plot vehicles. And talking of plot vehicles... Mmm. Mmm. So, M. M, yeah. And specifically, in, in the same way as you've gone for Llewellyn as your yeah. Q, I've gone for Dench's M. Has to be, doesn't it? It's got to be. Judy Dench is just formidable as M. And the relation, again, relationship she's got with Daniel Craig's Bond, even Piers Brosnan's Bond. Yep. Both very good. Um, she's their, their superior. Yeah. She's, and she's not their equal, which I think M was in some of the earlier films. Yeah, he, he was he was another comedy character in the earlier films. Yeah. He just like, felt like Bond was getting Bond. one up on him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. Judy Dench. He's clearly annoyed at a lot of things he does. Yes. Um, but proper annoyed. It's not yeah. frustrated. It's not like, oh, it's proper. If you do this, you're fired. Yeah. Like, I'm literally, go- you're going to lose your job. It's that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that Dench gets to do it from Brosnan, like, when they said, we're going to reboot Bond, we're going to bring it right up to date, it's going to be a fresh new queue, it's going to be Money, Penny's going to be Badass. Who's yeah. going to be M? Or well, Judy Dench. Yeah. Of course. I'm going to replace Judy M. Dench. Yeah. You're having a laugh. So I think the fact that she gets to do that and the way she delivers lines, one of my favourites, the bit where he's going rogue in Tomorrow Never Dies in the opening bit and one of the generals turns around and goes, what's he doing? And, and she goes, his job. You're like, yeah. yes, Dench. <laughs> yes. You know, it's just great. And then when, spoilers, when she dies, yep. it matters. Yeah. You know, that's, a, that's the other proper death yeah. is her death, you know. Because yeah. they built that relationship so well over three or four films. Oh yeah, it was M, M for mother, wasn't it? As you say, so that's it. That's it. Absolutely, mm. yep. absolutely. If you could have a letter of the alphabet to be your job title, what would it be? P. P. I'd, I'd have a P. <laughs> You'd be P. Why? Have, just there's there's gold in that letter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you answered so quick. <laughs> Well, you just went P. Right next. What? Yeah, it's definitely gonna be P. What would you go for? Um, one of two. I'd either be you. You'd be a C. Be, I would not be as. How dare you? I'd either be you, me, yeah, exactly for that reason, <laughs> or R. R. <laughs> because we all want to be pirates, don't we? Let's be honest. We all, we all wish that was the job. I just like people because you can't do. You can't just. You can't do it without being R. 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 You've really got to say it. Exactly. It's, yeah. not, it's not an easy letter just to go, where you go, I've got a meeting with R. It's just not, it doesn't work that so that's what I do. But do you know why pirates are called pirates? <sighs> why, Dave? It comes from the Latin name Paratus Mentus, and that it means sea, seafaring person. It's a good, it's, it's a good, you let, it's a great gag. You led me down the line there. We all thought you were going to say something funny. Yeah. And then you screwed it up by not knowing what the Latin was for sure, didn't I you? I hadn't figured it out. Screwed it up. You'd gone really well. I, I, my improv <laughs> don't, isn't Don't strong. search that up. Don't search that up. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, you surprised me. I liked it. Um, any honourable mentions? No. I've got one. Oh, actually, yeah. I'll take that back. Go on, you go I've yours. got Felix. Felix Leiter. Yeah. He was in my list for a bit, and yep. Money Penny kicked him out. Right, okay. Because he is the epitome of moving the story on. Yes. Because yeah. he just... He, He's a guy who should get cool moments. He's the he's the he's the American Bond essentially. Yeah. But he never does anything but meet Bond in bars. Yeah. This is your mission. This is what you're doing. Yeah. I've I've set you up with this contact. Thanks, Felix. Bye. We you're my the, be- you're my best friend, Felix. Thanks, Bond. <laughs> we need the Americans for this bit. <laughs> yeah. It's. I like the fact that he's very different. Like in License to Kill, he's he's like Bond's James Bond is his best man at his wedding. Yeah. And he's a proper decent solid field agent. In Pierce Brosnan's Bond, he's a big fat American bloke who wears Hawaiian shirts yeah. and speaks proper. Hey, Bond! Yeah! And he drives a really crappy car. And then, I mean, he's he's um, what's the name of the actor who plays him in the new Bond films? It's on the tip of my tongue. But yeah, he's really cool in the new Bond movies, and it looks like he's back in um, No Time to Die as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he almost made my list. That's fair. No, really? I think this this one, the current one, is. He's really just a vehicle, isn't he? He just moves yeah. the plot along, and that's it. So, if you were going to do spin-offs, he could get his own film series. Yeah, he's probably ripe for a spin-off. Yeah, yeah, he'd, he'd be good. I still think there's 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 money in some prequels. Yeah, that's fair. Story of Jaws, Baby Jaws, Baby Jaws, Baby Jaws. <laughs> that's what you want to see. That's what you, that's what you need. When a big shark isn't scary <laughs> enough, you want a baby shark. Yeah. <laughs> Odd job the high school years. Odd job the college years. That's what you want to see. Not an action film whatsoever. It's just a big bulky guy struggling through college. That's what I quite like. Getting bullied because of his hat wear. Brilliant. That's yeah. what I liked. Right then. Any honourable mentions for you? Um, yeah, the only one that I was thinking of that I nearly put in was because was the housekeeper from Skyfall. Yes. Just because he yeah, has a couple of really cool moments in Skyfall, yeah. where he's sort of troping around with a little shotgun and he's showing all the secret passages and he's got Bond's respect and all that yeah. stuff. He's just he, he seen he feels like an underdeveloped character. The root, what I've heard is the rumor was that was meant to be Connery because oh, okay. Skyfall was the twenty fifth. Yep. Anniversary or 25th Bond movie? I can't remember which one it coincided. It must be 25th Bond movie. Yeah. Was, no, was it not the 60th anniversary or something like that? Anyway, it was an anniversary one. They wanted Connery back to do that role. Yeah. But he's retired and he's yeah. essentially gone, I'm not going anywhere near that. So they got Albert Finney, who's just as good. Yeah. I like the idea of a bloke sat in a house for years on end just waiting for Bond to come back. And then when Bond does come back, he just kind of goes, well, all right, good. Yeah, you're back. Of course you are. Yeah. Like, there's no where have you been, what have you been doing, who are you? It's just, right, come on back then. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this house is going to get blown up. Right, well, <laughs> have you seen Home Alone? <laughs> come with me. Um, yeah, that's a great show. Yeah. Can't remember his name. No. How, housekeeper. Yeah, Housekeeper. Yeah. H. H. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Right. It's your quiz. It's my quiz. We've not got a song for the quiz this time. Oh no! Instead, I don't know. Instead, I've been enjoying the recent ones. I've done some. I've done some very clever editing, and my quiz is called. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mister Bond. I expect you to say a witty one-liner before I. Bye. Uh huh. See now, if that worked the way I wanted to, that would be very seamless and very, uh, very clever and perhaps funny. 
Wow. I'm so, intrigued. The way this quiz works is I am James Bond, known for a witty quip, particularly when he's about to or has just dispatched a bad guy. I, I'm glad you I'm glad you finished easy, that sentence easy, with bad guy. Easy. Um, <laughs> let's move it on. Um, but then, because of Bond, so many other action heroes decide they were going to do the same thing. So what I'm going to give you is some witty quips said by people before or after they killed a guy. Cool. And you've got to tell me if it's Bond or not Bond. Okay. If you think it's Bond... Can you tell me anything about it? Film, Bond, whatever. Nice. If you don't think it's Bond, can you tell me who did say it? Some nice. of these are dead easy. Some of these are not. Some of these are just because I think they're really funny. Okay, we've so got ten of them. Dead straightforward. Dead simple. I'm going to tell you the scenario if it makes sense to do so. So, for example, a man comes out of the jungle to uh, attack the hero. The hero picks up the harpoon gun he sat next to, shoots it through the man, which goes to his chest, attaches him to a tree. And the hero says, looks like he got the point. That's a Brosnan line, surely. Is it Bond or not Bond? Bond. It is Bond. Yeah. It's not Brosnan. Not Brosnan. No. More. No, it's Connery. Oh, really? That is a Connery. That's golf. That's wow. Doctor No, actually. That's uh, that's the first Bond. Doctor No, where he's uh, on the beach with um, the Bond girl. Huh. Yeah, he got the point. With Ursula Andreas. That was Dr. Yeah, Mills, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, nice. Good knowledge. Um, we gained some the next credibility. One, he's holding... A hero is holding a man over the edge of a cliff and he delivers the line, remember when I said I'd kill you last? I lied. And he drops the guy off the cliff. Bond or not Bond? That doesn't sound like Bond. No? No. That doesn't sound like something Bond would say. I'm going to say that's... I can see that being an Arnie line. A lad. You're absolutely bang on. It it's really? exactly an early lad. Do you know what film? Any guess? Oh, um, I mean, it could be anything, couldn't it? But Yeah. Erasure. It's not Erasure, it's Commando, which is essentially okay. Erasure, but with a sci-fi plot. Um, no, the other way around. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> it's He says the name. I can't remember the name of the guy, but it's because I missed it out here. But yeah, you're right. It's the... I lied. I lied. <laughs> he drops him. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> um, the hero... Is having a fight with a man inside a um, newspaper printing factory. Bond. He. <laughs> Damn it. It's Pierce Brosnan. It is Pierce Brosnan. Just, this is my one of my favourites. I remember genuinely thinking this was hilarious. He throws the man over the top of a balcony. You know, one of those balconies over the top of a newspaper printing press. And the man falls into the printing press and the paper comes out with blood written all over it. And Pierce Brosnan looks over the side and says. They'll print anything these days. <laughs> That's a great line. A That's a line. great line. And it's not the obvious. There's, there's, there's so many others that you could go. That, read that. Or, <laughs> read that. Read that. Read that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, good. Yeah. I won't try and make you think of another one because you clearly said there's so hold, many. And hold the front one. page. Hold the front page. I like yeah. that too. Yeah. So there you go. Pierce Brosnan tomorrow never dies. I knew the newspaper thing would give it away. That's good. Um. The hero, again, it's a bit of a cliff one. It's, it's, it's holding him over something. And he says, I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you. And then lets him go. I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you. I don't have to save you. And then subsequently does not save him. Ironically, this character doesn't die. That's not Bond. It's not. 
Is it Batman? Absolutely, it's Batman. Is it really? <laughs> it is. Good. Do you know which Batman film? Um, it's one of the recent ones, isn't it? It's one of the it is which one? ones. I'm going to go one of three. Can he? Can he nail this? Is it? It's in Dark Knight, isn't it? It's not Dark Knight. Not Dark Knight. It's Batman Begins, <sighs> and it's the Scarecrow. Ah, of course. Hero is having a fight with another man. Just they're having a fight together, and he says, "Sounds like you've had a hard life. Good thing it's over." Ooh. And kills him. That doesn't sound like Bond either. You're never going to guess who this is. It's not Bond. You're absolutely right. You're never okay. going to guess who this is or what the film is. I just like the line. <laughs> it's the condemned. Is it Stone Cold Steve Austin? It's Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> as he's fighting Wimbledon midfielder Vinnie Jones. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> just quite wow. like those two together. I thought I'd throw that in there. Wow. That's, um, that that feels like a line that was written for those two. It really does. <laughs> really does. Um, you know when you're doing like really bad insults to each other? That, <laughs> it feels like terrible, that, doesn't it? It's just terribly <laughs> written. It's terribly written. Sounds like you've had a hard life. Good thing it's over. It's just... <laughs> Lol. Ooh. And the crowd goes wild. Um, the hero has a fight with a man in a bathroom. Bond. <laughs> he throws the man into the bath which is full and then he gets the fan which is nearby and throws that into the bath as well killing the man and then delivers the line shocking <laughs> positively shocking <laughs> Bond or not Bond? <laughs> I'm going Bond Really? What gave it away? Um, I don't know I don't know That's very good that impression It's not bad is it? It's not That's bad That's Goldfinger Yeah you're right Sean Connery's Bond I think clever I'd have said Roger Moore then damn it <laughs> the hero and the main villain are having a fight on an upturned helicopter on the side of a cliff Mission Impossible no oh okay and the villain is on the floor he's hanging off the edge of the, the helicopter and the hero shouts keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and then kicks him off the edge of the helicopter <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. you know because when you're fighting for your life on the side of a falling helicopter <laughs> on the cliff you've got time for the worst quick of course you do but you'd be so, imagine imagine saying one of these you'd be so pleased with yourself for the rest of the day wouldn't <laughs> no, you no that's right. and then you won't believe yes officer but you won't believe what I said before I kicked him off the edge of the helicopter <laughs> it was me it was me um, oh, I, I remember this this is this a Brosnan line in Bond? It's not Bond. It's not it's Bond. It's not Bond. What is it? Helicopter on the side of a cliff. Stuff Sylvester Stallone. Cliffhanger. Yeah, it's Cliffhanger. It's Cliffhanger. As he kicks John, as he kicks John Lithgow off the side of a side of a helicopter. There's just so many good lines in that movie. Um After a man gets thrown into a wood chipper, the hero delivers the line. He had a lot of guts. Because the blood, <laughs> the blood spurts out the edge of the wood chipper. Um, that feels a bit graphic to be Bond. I'm going to say not Bond again. It is Bond. It is Bond. It's wow. early Bond. It's magi- on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Ooh, okay. Early Bond. I yeah. I've not seen that film very often. No, it's not great. Better than you think <laughs> it is, though. Okay. Um, after 
Bond is having a fight oh, after the hero <laughs> is having a fight with the um, one of with the main henchman in the jungle. He uncouples her parachute. The parachute gets caught and wrapped up in the wind, and she gets squeezed against a tree or crushed against the tree. I've really screwed this one up, and she says she always did enjoy a good squeeze. Bond on our pod. <laughs> I tried um, really hard not to say Bond all the way through here, and I got to the ninth one. Damn it! I think that might be Bond. It is Bond, mate. Oh, do you know it? it must, because you know the film. Do you know the film? Um, uh, to, that tomorrow one is it? It's not tomorrow. Never dies. Go on. It's Golden Eye. Oh, that's with, the one with the parachute. Xenia on the top. Yeah. yeah. And finally, it's just the one of the greatest lines before he starts killing people ever. It's, I came here to chew to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> oh, what was that from? That's not a Bond. It's not I Bond. I just is. couldn't. When I was looking down this list of quips, that came up two or three times. I thought, I've got to have it in there. It's from the John Carpenter film, They Live, and it's delivered by wrestler Rowdy Roddy Piper. Wow, is it really? Yeah, that's the guy in the. That's the main character in John Carpenter's They Live. Oh, I never and got that. He says, that. "I came here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum." That is a great line. And I looked on YouTube for the delivery of the line, and it's not delivered the way you think it was. No, like, you think it was like I came here to chew, but it's like I came here to chew bubblegum and <laughs> kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. It's like, all right, mate. Any other announcements? <laughs> like, watch. It was yeah. Oh, tough room. <laughs> So there you go. I didn't keep score, but there you go. That's, that's, cool. the, that's that Bond's that. quips. I, le- I also went through and looked for some Daniel Craig Bond quips. Right, okay. And there aren't any. He doesn't do them, really. He doesn't do the quip, does he? He's not a good, he's not a good quipper. No, no. I, mean, I, mean, bro- I think for me, it goes Brosnan best quips, then Connery, then probably yeah. Roger Moore. Yep. Um, Lazenby clearly liked to throw a man through a wood chipper, so I've got nothing to say about that. <laughs> I do like Timothy Dalton's Bond, but I don't think he's much of a quipper. And then Craig's the least fun. The only one yeah. that came up was the bit where he says to um, Le Chiffre after he's being tortured, like to the left a bit more. Yeah. And the guy hits him to the left and, he's, and he starts laughing and Le Chiffre goes, what are you laughing at? He says, I can say that the moments before you died, you were scratching my balls. Yeah. That's the only line he has that's anything close, but I thought it was too obvious. Yeah. No, right. So now it's time for name. So what what have you what what are you going with, Dave? So for this one, it's a little bit trickier because my my number one was Judy Dench, and I'm not following the same line that you went down with the other feature where it's what was it called. Uh, oh, who, it's who that person. You? That's it. <laughs> who are you? Yeah. Yep. Right, well, it was a really ripped. famous famous actor that you said. That that person. I, I swear to God, if I asked 10 people who <laughs> was president in Independence Day, they wouldn't know his name. I was going to do it ironically and just pick the <laughs> Judy Dench. But <laughs> Tried a new feature. New yeah. feature fell on its ass. Um, uh, and then we went back to what's my name again straight away. So uh, I've got other features. We'll, we'll throw them out there. Let's we'll see just, if they work. All right. Um so out of my list I looked down and I went through the actors that played these Robbie Coltrane too famous okay um, the Vesper and Eva Green too modern too famous too, famous, too modern too famous yeah. so I went to the henchman 
Okay. Now, Odd Job has had a really boring career <laughs> uh, with lots of things that we haven't heard of. However, Richard Keel, who played Jaws, has done a fair bit that you'd... you'd uh, Richard Keel. You'd think, that's pretty cool. So, most of his career was in TV. First of all, Richard Keel, seven foot two. Mental. He was big. Mental. A big man. Um, who looks at him and goes, there you go, we, we need him to be menacing. Well, I've got this bloke. <laughs> yeah. Now look at his hands. <laughs> you know what he needs? Metal teeth. Of course That's he does. It. Absolutely. Of course he does. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, so Richard Kill, mostly in TV, but he was in The Man From Uncle for a couple of episodes. He was in Gilligan's Uncle. Island. He was in Lassie. He was in The Monkeys as Monster. He was in... <laughs> Poor guy. I know. I mean, come on. Typecast. What have you got for me, Agent? You've got, you got Rolling the Monkeys as a monster. You fight. He was in uh, Starsky and Hutch. He was in... Uh, yep, yeah, he was in The Spy Who Loved Me. He was in The Incredible Hulk. He was in Moonraker. I can see that. Uh, and then, of course, sort of later on, he was in Happy Gilmore. Famously, yeah. Yeah. Famously in Happy Gilmore, essentially playing, playing Richard himself. Keel. Yeah. Yep. He's in Inspector Gadget. Yeah, no one saw his Inspector Gadget. Uh, and he, do you know what his character in Inspector Gadget was called? I don't. Famous big guy with silver teeth. <laughs> I mean, he's, he, he worked off the old Jaws for a while, didn't he? He did. He did. He even played Jaws in Everything or Nothing, which was a, <laughs> which was a place, which was a, I had it for the GameCube. That was a really good Bond game. It was it was like a film. That's how they tried to play it. And he's been in. He was in Tangled. He was in Tangled as a voice. He played Vlad. Played in Tangled. Vlad. And I I know exactly which character that is too. Now now I know Big who it seven is. Seven foot two guy. Yeah, yeah. With, with metal teeth. No, now I know who it is. Then I, I you can hear Richard Keel. It's obvious that he was the guy who did the voice of that one. Yeah. So it's weird that he's known for the two Bond movies aren't in there. No. That he played Club in Pale Rider. Vlad Entangled and Mr. Larson in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. So, and obviously Moonraker's in there for Jaws. Yeah. But, yeah, he did a, did a, had a, had a, had a career. He did. Proper career. Sadly no longer with us. It's true. Yeah, 2014. Yeah. 74 though. Good age. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I just wanted to, wanted to highlight Richard career. So have you gone for, what's my name again or who are we? Who are you? But, yep. Okay. Fine. Yes, I have. We'll decide. We'll decide that in post. Well, we'll we'll, have no, we'll know that by which jingle played. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was checking. Just, what's my who are you again? Yeah. That's what I'll figure out. <laughs> right. You know what time it is now? It's the end, isn't it? It's the end. Thank Thankfully. you. It's time for the plugs. Wow. We've been expecting you. Hey, we've gone well for not have too many bond puns. We have. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> couldn't think of any. Couldn't think. Of, how am I going to get you only live twice in here now? Um, right. So plugs. Uh, follow us. Solace. Sorry. Quantum of Solace. Brilliant. <laughs> follow us on Twitter and on Facebook by searching for that Moveless Pod. Um, I think. I don't know. Yeah, yes. you'll find us. Um, suggest movie lists tell us what you want us to talk about um, and also tell us how much you agree with our movie lists as well and be sure to subscribe or follow or whatever it is you do on the podcast now and rate and review five stars because that really helps doctor no (laughs) 
and you didn't take drama. Shocking. <laughs> right, say bye, Dave. Goodbye. <laughs>